back and today i'm joined by one of the leaders of the new school coming out of texas he is a mexicano just like me gotta represent you already know what time it is he is that mexican ot what's good baby what's good baby with the businesses man man you're on tour right now how you living how you feeling man i can't complain i woke up today you know hey that's the way, that's what it's all about before i go any further i gotta ask you though man what's up that mexican ot very interesting rap name how did you get that rap name what does it stand for so OT was originally OTV, and OTV stands for uh, On The Verge, mm. and uh, my, my, my name is Virgil. And oh, they, really? Yeah, and they be calling me Verge, like, what's up, Verge? That's dope. Yeah, so when I was a kid, I was rapping, and I said something like, some, 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 even though I'm on the verge, and it just stuck. It was, like, it was like OTV, and then uh, one day, I had, a, I had a partner, and he was just like, yeah, OTV just too long, I'm gonna call you OT. That was it. Yeah, and then... Uh, and then you just walk around the hood and they're like, hey, that's that Mexican OT. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> well, the, that Mexican OT, I was in the studio again, you know what I'm saying? I ain't doing nothing but music. I've always just loved it, you know, even before I was trying to take it serious. So, um, you know, I'm in there and I'm fucking talking. I'm I'm boosting my head up. I'm woo-woo, rah-rah. And then uh, and, uh, I get in there and I said something. I said something, something, something. Hey, I was at that Mexican OT and the microphone just caught it. And uh, that happened like 2019, and that's how it stuck. I just said it at the beginning of the song, and then I would see everybody, and everybody would be like, "Hey, yo, is that that Mexican T?" And that's how it started. I fuck with it, you know. I think that's one the one thing about you when I first heard about you that I that that I gravitated towards because I don't think people realize like how much a rap name, yeah, or how much your name, your stage name can go in your branding and how yeah. people perceive you and how people receive you. And I'm glad it was never forced. You know, it just kind of happened. I walked into it. Well, you want me to tell you something like, you know, because you're, you're from Houston, correct? No, I'm from Bay City. So Bay City is like, for the people that don't know, how far is that from Houston? Um, what, an hour? It's like two hours. Two hours? Two hours south. My bad, I actually had no idea that you were from Bay City, but you being from Bay City, you being from the south, you being Mexican, like, clearly there's always, like, uh, I feel it's always difficult for when artists come out and, you know, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself and yeah. hold yourself back and be like, oh, I'm only a Mexican rapper, right? Yeah. But obviously, artists like SPM, who I feel like has always been held in a high regard. And yeah. by the way, for those that don't know, I interviewed SPM over the phone. And that interview that I interviewed him on, he shouted you out as... Oh, One no shit, artists. that was yours. Yeah, that was my interview. Okay, yeah, I remember that. you shared that. Yeah. And that's the first time your manager, Greg Gates, reached out to me and was like, yo, like, what's hell up? Yeah. Like, he had hit me up as soon as the interview went up. Yeah, hell he yeah. He shared it, he posted it. He's like, yo, let's think up an interview, you know, and obviously here, we're here now. Yeah, hell um, yeah. But I felt like one of the reasons why SPM was very successful in his run, may I add, and this is my opinion, right. is because, uh, because of his name. Because he integrated the word Mexican in his name. And, you know, one thing about... You know, I just interviewed Bum B. And one of the things that Bum was talking about in the interview was just about how prideful and how supportive Mexican people are of, you know, not only in general, but yeah. but especially of our own. There's a reason why Canelo Alvarez is number one in boxing right now, baby. Come on, man. You know, you know? <laughs> I'm, proud, I'm proud to be brown. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if that was a decision that you made, like, consciously going, man, you know, I'm going to go by that Mexican OT to represent, or if nah, it just came natural, you know? It just came natural. Like I was saying, like, everybody was calling me OT, you know? Like, that's just what everybody would call me, it OT. And then that Mexican OT, it just stuck from that one song. I dropped a song called Plan C, and uh, I said it there, and it just stuck. 
everybody was saying it when they see me in public. Got you. Well, look, let, 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 let's rewind a little bit. What's up, baby? Beginning your journey. Yeah. Uh, you being from Bay City, born and raised? Yeah, well, now, I, I, yeah, I moved up to Austin. I'm, I lived in Bay City from when I was born to, like, my sixth grade summer. Then I moved up to Austin. And then, like, every summer and every other weekend, I was back down in Bay City. But I was up in Austin for a while, too. How did you get bit by the bug? What made you want to get into rap? What made you take a liking into hip hop? What age could you say that this is whenever you realize this is what you wanted to do? Man, I was rapping when I was like four years old. <laughs> so you like rapping Sesame Street or what? Man, I remember I remember watching my uncles and my cousins. They was in my they was in my grandpa's garage because they was young. They was young, you know what I'm saying at the time. So they was you know doing whatever the fuck they was doing, being thugs or whatever the fuck, and they was doing music and. You know what I'm saying? It just made me feel grown, fucking with them and doing what it was. And I, you know, I looked up to them too. They was crazy good and shit. That was a, my uncles and my cousin. That was a really one that they made me want to do it. But the person that like who I wanted to sound like that influenced me, I was uh, I was always gravitated to the East Coast. Like I wanted to sound like Big L. Wow. You know, I was always jamming his shit. I, <laughs> he's a monster. You know. You know, that's funny that you say Big L because, you know, obviously I'm very East Coast influenced as well. And, Damn badass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would say my journey's a little bit different than yours, but I was real big on West Coast hip-hop. Oh, uh, man. I, West Coast is cool, bro, but it was too funky for me. It was too happy. Well, you know, I mean, I'm older than you, right? So, like, it was like Dre and Snoop during yeah. the gangster rap era. It was a little bit different. Yeah. But when we, we talk about East Coast hip-hop, and, you know, I think it's always kind of, like, synonymous with, like, lyrical and yeah. actual, like, knowing how to really rap. Nah, hell yeah. And, I, and one thing about... That was you, the East Coast, too, though. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying about Even East Coast. Even Eminem, I love, I love the Slim Shady phase of Eminem. Well, you know, the reason I mention that is because whenever I heard your, your music... Yeah. And I started really dissecting your music, even though you have swag and even though you're, you know, you fit the mode of what today's artist, you know, like, you fit well. Yeah. I I... I hear your lyrical ability in that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Which is man. why I'm sure you said you were the hardest essay ever or whatever yeah. uh, in one of these interviews that you did is because you feel very confident yeah. in your lyrical ability. And I'll be honest with you, very few artists coming out of Texas right now uh, sound the way you sound in terms of just rapping ability. Yeah. Would you say that that's, you know, obviously kind of influenced by what you mentioned, like the Big L's and some of the artists like the Slim Shady era, is yeah, that kind of, yeah, yeah. would you say that that started at? Yeah, definitely. I was, yeah, for sure. Like, when did you start recording though? Because I, I mean, like, you said you were four. I was like 10. 10? Yeah. And then from the time I you wrote were, my first song when I was eight, I wrote it about my mom when my mom had passed away and I wrote it. And I remember I wrote it on a piece of paper and I, I thumbnailed it on the wall and my pop in and my nanny got mad at me because I put a hole in the wall when I thumbnailed it. And, uh, Shit, I just been fucking shit up ever since then. You see what I'm saying? And that's whenever you realize, like, this is what I'm gonna do. Like, nah, what? hell nah. Like, I mean, as a kid, it was always a dream, you know. But like, as I got into like seventh grade, eighth grade, that's when I was like, well, being a rapper is a fucking long shot. I'm, I'm already fucking up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just got my report card and I got a seven in math. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, I'm just being a fuck up. So like. You know, I just, and I didn't have any, I didn't, like, I had my pops, but, you know, it was a little, uh, a little, you know, I had a little loose on there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I mean, shit, my dad's cool as fuck. I, oh, yeah, check this out, bro. Everything that I listen to, like, a lot of my influence on music, it comes from my dad. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, man. just, just, hey, we would be in the Buick and shit, he, you know what I'm saying? We just riding and, 
And, you know, he, man, my dad, he dropped nothing but jewels, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I was just a kid soaking it up and, uh, and fucking, you know, he, we were just jamming music. What are some of the artists that he put you on to? Ghetto Boys, definitely. Yeah, uh, sure. Me and him, man, Ghetto Boys and Girls. That's why I sampled that one. I sampled that because, uh, you know, that was, that was mine and my dad's song growing up. We jammed the fuck out of it, singing together and shit. And um, at the end of the song, they had their OG talking from prison and shit like that. But, I, you know, I put my pops at the end of it and shit. Uh, Scarface, Willie D, R.P. Bushwick, you know what I'm saying? They was all gangsters and they, they did their thing, but they created a fucking monster and I just did it better. Mm. So I, 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 w I want to ask this, you know, like when you talk about you started, so what age did you start? Oh yeah, and I wanted to clear something up. I, I was never saying I was the hardest essay ever. That was a, that was peso peso shit. Oh, okay, I just, uh, I just remixed. Oh, you remixed shit. the record. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. My bad. Yeah, yeah okay. but that, that's his shit. He shit on it. You know what I'm saying? You know, he, he shit on, he shit on it so hard. He made me want to shit on it. You know, I wanted to ask you about that, not because you know I think the problem with a lot of times whenever they see young guys coming in, and I, I've seen some of your interviews, and I feel like a lot of these people want to make clickbaity shit, right? They yeah, wanna, definitely. They wanna, they, <laughs> definitely. Nah, facts. I mean, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Like they always want to pin each other. But I mean, that's cool though. You know, I dig it. Everybody got their own way of doing what they got to do. You're young. You're confident. Uh, you know, I, I assume you're competitive. I know I your I'm age, super competitive. You know, I'm, I, you know, I get it. I fucking hate losing. No, I'm the same way, dog. Oh, if, I hate losing. If we play video games, dog, I'm not going to let you do that. <laughs> I'm telling you now. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, I dig no, it, baby. But, but in general, though, uh, when we talk about that aspect of music, you know, yeah. because you, you, you mentioned you recorded your first song at 10, right? Yeah. And, and when you started really taking this serious and now it's starting to become a profession, and now you're big dog. And now you gotta, now you gotta let your nuts hang on tracks and be like, yeah. I'm this, I'm that. Fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. I'm cold blooded on the mic. Yeah, definitely. You're, st you're stating your claim. Naturally, what happens, especially with you know, whenever you're talking about, you know, our culture, which is you know, what I'm saying like, you know, especially in our world, Mexicans. I know that we're not limiting it to just that, but it gets like that, yo. People were like, yo, man. That Mexican OT cold, but yeah. is he as cold as this guy? And yeah, as yeah, cold yeah. as that guy? And then, but that's cool, though. You know, that's what's expected. It is. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to let my work speak for itself. But you get these bloggers, though, dog. They be, like, trying to start up the yeah. pod, though, man. Yeah. I just kind of want to get your position on that. Because I don't think there's ever any... You don't have any issues with these cats, do you? Like, nah, actual fuck issues. No, you get bro. cool with all of them. Yeah, I ain't, yeah, even if I wanted to, I wouldn't have time to. Yeah. Man. You know, but I, 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 man, bro, I treat everybody with respect and the utmost, you know, but uh, I demand it back, you know, but, sure. but I, you know, I love treating people good. I love having friends. I love, you know what I'm saying? I love being cool with everybody. You know what I'm saying? I want to get far in life and I know it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Respectfully though, I do want to ask you that the more that you ascend, the more that you're growing, the more that your name is getting bigger, do you feel like you are a threat to some people? Do you feel that energy coming from people like, yeah, like yo, that, yeah, like they fuck with you? Yeah, but it's definitely. But they, they, they shook by you. Is really yeah. what it is, you know, like. Yeah, but that's that's okay though. You know what I'm saying? Every I'm a fucking animal. My father raised me to be an animal because he was a fucking animal. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's a, uh, it's it's either me or you. You're on tour right now. Which a lot of artists at your age, you know, you're 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 23 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Michael Jordan, by the way. Hell yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Jordan year. 
you're, you're getting an opportunity to go all across the country, which a lot of artists at this age don't get an opportunity to do. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. This is your first time really going on a national tour. Correct? Hell yeah. And it's cool as fuck. Shout out Jesus. Shout out his whole team. Shout out my manager and everybody that put it together. You know, we really making some shake right now, especially for La, La, La Raza. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think it's surreal, you know, being at your age and kind of getting an opportunity to experience it. You know, you're seeing these different audiences, but what is your goal now going into these different markets and these different cities? Because obviously you've had success. You know, you've had a song now that's hit on TikTok. It's hit on YouTube. It's hit on Instagram. It's hit on social media. It's hit, it's hit, it's hit period. Yeah, period. People know your record, uh, but going into cities that, you know, people are seeing you for the first time. What is your goal whenever you go out there? What is the mission? to fucking uh, attract, to, to have, I mean, it's, I have this energy and I got it from my dad when I fell out his nuts. <laughs> and uh, it's something that just like, it's like a magnet, bro, it just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So my mission is to go in there and fucking uh, execute. Execute what though? Because see, here's I want, the thing. I want, I want, I want, I want like minimum at least like 500 followers every time I leave a show. There we go. That is the answer I was seeking because yeah. I think it's so important. See, like I know me and you just met, but you know I've spent the better part of the last six years riding national tours for artists. I yeah. work with a lot of guys, man. Yeah, hell yeah. And, and I always tell the younger guys that get in the game, like you need to focus on conversion, right? If you yeah, walk definitely. in this motherfucker. And if 10 to 20% of these people aren't following you when you leave, your show was not as good as it should have been. Yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah. And and, I, and my fans, my like my supporters, and uh, I, I always know, I have I have so much confidence in myself. I, I always know that every show I go to, I know I'm going to leave with some fans. New ones, at least. Because yeah. I know I have some people that come and push up their shows, their show love off the rip, but I have people that... Uh, that I'm barely meeting, and I, you know, I know that I'm gonna leave with their attention. People that might have been there for OGZ that are coming on to OT for the first time. Yeah. Also, you know, anything that you may have merchandise. I get personal like, with them. That's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, you want to have this merchandise. You want to make sure that they leave with more than just the show experience, because these are guys that are gonna stick with you for the rest of your career. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you do it right, they're gonna ride with you to the end. You know what I mean? They're gonna buy every album, stream every single. Yeah, hell yeah! You but that's why I treat my fans with the utmost respect. I treat them the best because you know, like I'm saying. Like that, they're, they're the reason why I'm fucking here right now. You know what I'm saying? And I, uh, I, I always fucking, I bring them in. I, you know what I'm saying? You want to do something, you want to pitch or whatever the fuck you is. You want to talk. If you got something on your chest that you need to get off, I'm here for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, real. you know what I'm saying? I, I love treating everybody good. You know, I want everybody to leave, walk away from me and feeling good. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that's another reason why they just straight up organically fuck with me. I think that that's one thing I like about you. You know, the one thing from the time that I saw you on the video, that one, I, mean, I forgot the name of the song, the one that, that really hit. De La Cobra. That one. When I first heard it, I, I felt it was authentic. I felt it was real. And for me, you know, um, shout out to my partner, Renaissance, because he's the one that really put me on to you. Yeah, hey, I, yeah. I remember, shout out to him. I remember really fucking feeling like this is authentic. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is authentic. This is real. You know, and I'll be honest with you, I don't normally like, interviewing newer artists mm -hmm. but i made an exception today because i fuck with you man and I'm, I'm i'm proud to see a young mexican cat get in the game you know someone that i can identify with someone that i'm like yo this is someone that i think really has a feature in this yeah i definitely do but it's not only just from my talent it's because i have a wonderful team 
and we'll get to the team in a second because I want to circle back around with that. But I want to, you know, ask you about, you know, what I call the new artist energy, right? Because there's a lot of young guys that get in the game. They have a, they have this 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 energy when they get in, and they're fresh and there's then they're new. And I feel a lot of times whenever an artist is new, people are excited about that artist, right? Because yeah. everybody wants to be put onto the next shit. Everybody wants to be put onto the new shit. Yeah. And I feel the new artist energy. There's a window with that. Yeah. You. OT are only going to be a new artist for so long. What is your long-term goal in all of this? What are you trying to accomplish? You know, I know you, you've mentioned several things, but what is it that you, like once, you you know, the honeymoon be, phase, you know, fizzles out, you're no longer the new guy. I want people to, I want people to, um, I want, like when I say, hey, do you listen to rap? I want you to automatically think, yeah, I listen to that Mexican OT. Gotcha. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to be, I want to be a Drake. I want to be a Lil Wayne. I want to be a, you know, something like that. I don't know if that answers your question. No, no, absolutely answers my question. And I think this is another question I have for you. So you grew up in Bay City. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned moving back and forth. Um, yeah. Did you grow up predominantly in a Hispanic area? Did you grow up in the hood? I mean, like kind of like obviously, you know, me growing up in North Fort Worth. Yeah. It's very diverse. Fort yeah, Bay City. Diverse, you know what I mean? Yeah, Bay City is all you know, all ghetto, but uh. I was always surrounded. I was always surrounded by like you know uh, bad things, but I, my I had good people in my life, like my family and shit. Like I had a good stepmama. Uh, when my mother had passed away, I was still living in Bay City, but I had a good nanny. You know, my nanny, much as my grandmother, my father's mother, she was taking care of me, her and my popping. You know what I'm saying? So I was always surrounded by fuckery, especially you know what I'm saying on my mama's side. Um, you know, my family's not perfect, but we you know, my, you know what I'm saying. We tried. Here's the question I want to know, because I, it's a question that I feel like gets asked a lot. You know, I know I've been faced with this question before. Yeah. You know, you know me coming from a music background, yeah. I've made a lot of music over the years. And, you know, for us as creatives, right, when we're in the space and we're making music, we do whatever the fuck we feel. We do whatever comes to mind, whatever's in our in our heart. That's what we do. Yeah. Um for whatever reason, I think sometimes certain audiences in certain areas that aren't culturally like us mm-hmm. judge us. And I think when I say that, and I think you know where I'm going with this, is I feel a lot of people, specifically West Coast people, no offense to the West Coast, I got love for you guys. Yeah, I feel like sure. they, they judge a lot of the Texan, the Texas oh, yeah, Mexican hell rappers. yeah, bro, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I, but I mean, you know, that's cool though. Like, I, like I've really been getting a lot of love in West Coast, and, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and I'm very grateful for it. I, uh, I'm appreciative of them, you know, giving me the chance to, you know, want to, you know, sign for them, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's cool, but normally, yeah, they normally, you know, a lot of Mexicans don't fuck with it. You know, like Texas, you know, like, they're like, why the fuck you talk like that? Why you act like that? But yeah. it's, Texas, it's a culture thing. Yeah. Texas, we're a culture, bro. That's why, that's why we act and do what we do. Well, there's a country swing to it, which people don't realize. Unless you live here, you don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, nah, bro. I dig it. It's the same thing as Cali. You go to Cali, like, man, bro, my, my, you, you tell cuz you tell cuz from Cali. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tell we're from Texas, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But I, the reason I say that is because I think that when they see Mexicans use the N-word, it's a culture thing. It's Texas. Like, that's endearment to me. Yeah. Like, yo, that's my guy. That's, we, that's we I was Because we were all brown, you know? But, yeah. but when we use it in our music, because that's one thing I noticed about your TikTok, right? Whenever I was yeah. seeing it go, it's like people really wanted to pinpoint that. What's your position on that? You know, because I feel like 
it's only like it's not just you know i don't want to pinpoint cali right but you know like yeah. the real real prideful motherfuckers yeah, that are like yeah, nah, he's not, yeah he's they're, everywhere, Mexican, they're everywhere but he's using the n-word yeah, and he's nah, acting like he's black why you know to, yeah. to them you say what like i mean you mentioned culture i'd be like what the fuck does black act like exactly you tell, you tell me what a color act like for sure stupid fuck i you know and i agree with you 100 percent because again like i think that some people don't get that yeah and I, I like shit. We just natives, baby. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, we from the <laughs> south side. We from the third coast. It's just, it's just a culture thing, you know. I I feel like it's the best way I could put it. For sure, man. And I agree with you. You know, yeah. just so you know. But that's something that I felt like. Sometimes artists get a bad rap, and you being a young cat yeah. coming in the game and really starting to make a name for yourself. Like, I don't want that shit to like, you know. Yeah, fuck but with I, you. but I mean, you know, my music demands respect and it, it demands your attention. So whether you like it or not, it's going to be played and it's going to be shown. It's going to be known. Well, it's not only that, but I think you know, going back to the Selena movie, hmm. uh, you know, they always go, you you got to be American enough for the 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 Mexicans and the Mexicans or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. about the Mexicans, yeah, right? Yeah, nah, yeah, dude. It's like it's like you 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 always there's this like almost like a battle with. Mm-hmm. How Mexican are you to the Mexicans? Like you're never Mexican enough. Just yeah, so, yeah, no, I, mean, I dig it. Trust me, like I, I, I deal with that within my own family. Like, man, like you know, man. like my my straight up Mexican family. Like I'm too American for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I dig it. You know I what I mean? It. So, uh, but you know, you know how shit go, bro. Yeah, so, not for sure, baby. Um, Kevin Gates, I saw that he DM'd you some time back. Uh, can you kind of rewind, tell us a little bit about that, how that shit came about, it what happened, he saw your video and he just hit you or what? Yeah, it wasn't nothing crazy. He just, I, I, it was almost inevitable for him to hit me up just because I get compared to him a lot. So, um, but it wasn't nothing crazy. He just sent me two emojis, you know, and I told him be ready for me. And uh, it, it died from there. You know what I'm saying? Has there been anybody else, like, you know, not, not that it matters, but I just kind of curious, like, any other people that, you know, that you may have looked up to or that you may have, like, just, you know, fuck with and then now they're hitting you up, like, yo, you should All of them. Everybody. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> like who? <laughs> give me give me a uh, name. Just give me one name. Shit, fucking, uh, Duno just actually, Duno was, like, one of the recent ones. I didn't really look up to him, but, you know, he, he was a Mexican that I saw a while back on TikTok and thought it was funny, yeah. but I never knew, realized how, like, much he blew up until, like, I saw that and then looked into him. Gotcha. So, so he was one of the most recent dudes that really just gave me some ups, but, I mean, shit, SPM, fucking, yeah, uh, that was the interview I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, Man, uh, I fuck with Salsa Man, Peso, D-Baby, everybody. Um, fucking, even, even, but you gotta understand that when I was growing up, I was listening to a lot of underground music. I was listening to a lot of SoundCloud. So the dudes that I was looking up to are just, they, they're, they're not nobodies, but you know what I'm saying? They, uh, yeah. still, you know, they're, 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 known they're the underground yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It really, it doesn't mean a fuck to what y'all think, but to me, that's who I looked up to. Like, shout out my man Spluce, uh, Peso for real, Peso Spluce, man, for real, Peso the Plug, you know, all that for real, bro, real, real. He black, but you know what I'm saying? That's my black skin. <laughs> for real, you know what I'm saying? He uh, he got a parking lot pimping, styrofoam simping, come hang with a pin, get fancy. That's him, you know, so I was I was always jamming underground shit, so, and uh, I play Xbox with that fuckhead all the time now, you know, he cool, <laughs> he cool as fucking, you know what I'm saying? So, shit like that, the underground folks. Um, As far as the deal, um, you know, there's been rumors yeah. that, that, you know, you may be getting, you know, signed. You know, I I heard a bird chirping around the way you yeah. know, a couple of weeks ago. They're like, yo, man, 
that Mexican OT finna get signed, he finna do some, first and foremost, is that even a goal of yours? Do you want to get signed? Do you, like, is that part of the journey or do you want to be one of those cats that just thugs it out, grinds it out, independent? Like, what? Like what is it that you want to do first and foremost? I mean, shit, to, to, to thug it out independently is gangster, but, you know, I, I think a team would be super nice, you know, signing sounds cool. I'm already doing super good, you know what I'm saying? All they got to do is just come in and intensify what I got going on. Speaking of which, you mentioned your team earlier, and you had mentioned, you know, a lot of what's possible around you right now is your team. Mm-hmm. Speak to that. How important is it having a team? Because I stupid important. It, it, stupid important. It, it's so crazy to me though. Like you'll see these young guys, like or even some of the older guys, and they'll be like, "I did it all by myself." He goes, and I'm like, "Yo, that shit sounds cool." Yeah. But it's not really cool. Yeah, nah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. doing it by yourself. Like, if my car breaks down, yeah, I could probably fix the goddamn car. But you're going to be hurting, like, damn. It's going to take a long time for me yeah, to fix the nah, car. Yeah, right? for real, I dig it. <laughs> I'd rather get it to a mechanic, you Yeah, know what without mean? a doubt. Uh, but how important has your team played in, in your career and your development and your growth, having a manager, having a, a group of people that you feel that are there for your best interest? Oh, uh, it's, it's super important. And it's more, than, it's more than just the music. It's more than getting further in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? They, uh... It's like, man, I, I be fucking up mentally sometimes and I need to fall back on them, you know, and they're always there to be like, yeah, and I get your ass back in the game. And I'm like, fuck, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's more than just music. You know, I, I'm really appreciative for my team. Um, they keep me in line. They keep me right. They keep me looking good. They, you know, we in there. I think a career, especially in music, you know, me being someone that's been around music for so long. Yeah. Um, it's demanding. Yeah, without you know, a doubt. You have to have a, a balance of personal and professional. Yeah. You have to understand the importance of relationships, both personal and professional. Yeah. You know, because it's important to have stability in your home life and in your personal life because if the foundation isn't solid... Nick can't hold shit up, you know? It's going to crack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure that you have it. But there is this demand of sacrificing... And, and 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 having to do things that may be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Have you experienced any of that level of discomfort thus far up to where you're at now? Like you're like, on the road, like just in, in general, anything in general, like any type of discomfort in regards to losing relationships or people that you may have grew up with, like yo man, he's changing, he's blowing up, or ah oh, man, you know, like just anything, man. Right? Yeah, I mean definitely. I, I, I feel like I struggle all the time. I always feel like somebody taking money from me. I always feel like somebody pinching my weight. I always feel like somebody trying to holler at my bitch. But the way I look at it, I want to say I fucking hurt you. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what, bro? I've, uh, I've really been trying to get better with, uh, with something that just makes me feel good, talking to God or whatever it is. And I feel like I've been getting a lot better with just dealing with it. And he's, he's helped me just be like, you good. Like, the world's going to take care of everything. Absolutely. Carmel handle that. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you right now, you got way more, too much to live for. Yeah, to, bro. To jeopardize it on anything. And, I, and, I, and you know, and I, I'm still learning that because, like, I be wanting to punch people in their fucking mouth. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I just, you know, keep it same shit, different toilet. You know what I'm saying? Man, I try like, to keep it good. Do me a favor, don't punch nobody in the mouth because you have a lot more to live for than a lot of these cats do. You know what I'm saying? And, and the, the big part of this is like, if it's not productive, it's counterproductive. Yeah, without me? a doubt. So, um, but going back to you, uh, you know, you talk about wanting to get signed. Um, is there any labels that are showing interest right now? Can hey, you yeah, share all of information? All of them. All of them. 
All of them. You, just, you know what I'm saying? It's just whoever comes with the bag. Is that what it, you, is there a specific level you want to Yeah, I'm, I'm at the point where <laughs> who, whoever won OT the most. Just like that. Just like that. Who who gonna, who want me to who want me the most? Who gonna, who gonna give me what I want? You know what I'm saying? And I and I understand. You know, uh, I got to do my part. You know, I'm I'm in this bitch with them. You know, I'm ready to work as a team. But you know, I'm I'm ready to see who want me. You ink the paper, the pen to the paper. You sign a deal today. What changes? Does anything change? Does the level, the pressure now intensify? Does the, now the spotlight gets brighter and now you have to deliver at a high level? Like, what is going through your mind if you sign the deal? Uh, the only thing that would really go through my mind is how life is going to be different for me. Like, as far as music and business-wise, man, I was, I'm made for this shit, so I got that. I'm built for this. But, you know, I'm going to have people coming back like, cuz, you remember this? You remember that? Yeah. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? I got, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be like, yo, you remember when I interviewed yeah, you, dog? Yeah, you know <laughs> So, Give me the interview. Don't forget about me. Dog. Nah, you. never, baby. Nah, thank nah, you. Nah, thank nah, you for having you. me, bro. It's an honor to be here, man. No, nah, I mean, I appreciate you because I think it's important for the younger cats to understand, too, because you are a face of the new school when it comes to Texas. Yeah. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean that with the utmost respect because yeah. there's, there's a lot of guys that... But, have, I mean, everybody's attitude should... Like, if, if there were 20 rappers in here, I'm going to walk in thinking I'm the fucking hardest in this room. That's the same way everybody else should be thinking, you know? Yeah. It's like, like I could be cool as fuck with you and I love making friends, like I said, but I'm Dallas Cowboys and you fucking the Cardinals. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna fucking be cool with you when I got this jersey on. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? For sure. And, and that's the competitiveness that we discussed earlier. But right. I think when I say you being a face and being, you know, one of the leaders of the new school, I think it's important that I, what I see a lot of these young guys in experience is that they get their wave. Yeah. And then when the wave passes by, a lot of these guys stop or they just fizzle out. And I always tell people, I go, man, you want to impress me? Not that not that impressing me matters, right? Yeah, it's but, e it's easy to get there. It's hard to stay there. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's important that you know that because what means the most to me is not anything other than simply lasting. Yeah, bro, I shit on every single fucking show that I do and I still get nervous every single one because I'm scared that I'm gonna fuck up or something. Like, I, I, I'm always hungry to do better. I've always, I always want, you know what I'm saying? Like, see what I'm saying? And I think it's important that you say that because when you talk about being nervous, that to me means that you feel something. Oh, and bro, the moment bro. you stop feeling is the moment the shit ain't for you no more. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? we were just talking about that. Yeah, definitely, bro. That's the truth, man. It's the absolute truth, man. I always go, man, like you, when you when you have that connection and when you care about what you do. Bro, man, I look, bro, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be a fuck up. I wouldn't know what, because I'm lazy. I hate being told what to do. <laughs> I just want to just sit there and fucking do what I want to do. And, you know, God really blessed me with making sure that music was something that he can do for me. Because, like, man, bro, that's that's why I, that's why I don't get high when I write. I don't get high when I record. I'll be, I'll be doing what I do. Every, I put every blessing I got into it because I love it. You know, it's that energy. That's why I still get nervous. You know, this is my art. This is, this is I hold pride in this shit. Channeling energy that way, you know. Um, and I'm gonna leave you with this, man. You know, I remember whenever my daughter was born. Yeah. She was born premature, so the first week of her life, I wasn't able to hold, hold her it. because she was an incubator. She was born premature. Okay. So the very first time I, I I get a chance to to hold her, I'm about to walk up, and then I tell the doctor, the nurse, or whatever. I was like, hey, you know, I'm afraid to hold her, and she's like, why? I said, I'm afraid I'm a dropper. Right, and, and this is this is, a, is something I want you to keep with yourself because you made a very valid point. She goes, the fact that you're afraid to drop her 
will ensure that you never will drop her because yeah. you're going to protect it with yeah. your life. You're going to protect it with your life. And I kind of use that and apply that towards anything in life. The yeah. fact that you take your craft serious, that you care about your craft, the fact that you want to take care of what you've built and this path that you're creating for yourself. I'm going to be here for a long time, baby. You're going to take care of it Yeah. way more and you're not going to lose it because of it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And, and you know, like, you know, I, I love this shit. You know, it's not work. Yeah. You know, so, and, it, you know, I just, I'm grateful for my fans. You know, they keep me in business. I'm forever going to give them what they want. And that's another reason why I'm forever going to be here. And yeah, surround yourself with good people, man. I think you're going to be here for the long run. Let me ask you something. What's next? What you got coming? I want to be number one on the billboard next year. That's my goal. Speaking into existence, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll revisit this. Yeah. We'll post this on your in your Instagram feed and be like, yo, he said he was gonna do it. He fucking did it. Yeah, hell yeah. That's the goal. Man, you know what? I, I'm I'm happy to see a young Mexican from Texas putting on. I wanna wish you continued success. I wanna, you know what I'm saying? The show's called Nothing Beats Experience. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh Hopefully, this is the beginning of many great things that happen for you. Thank you, baby. Vice uh, versa. Many blessings. I'm going to say something that I think you will be signed by the time this interview gets published. We're just going to be lit. Thank you for having me. Look, if you haven't checked out That Mexican OT, find them right now on Instagram. What's your Instagram? That Mexican OT. Everything's spelled right. So. That Mexican OT. Look them up on YouTube. I'm telling you, man, this kid has skills, man. Like, he's not just one of those fly-by guys. He actually can rap. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Rap, rap. I, mean, I he remember. Said, he said Big L, goddammit. Yeah. That is that Mexican OT, and you already know what it is. We're going to play Madden. He's going to be the Cardinals. I'm going to be the Cowboys. And I'm going to be the We out. Let the beach experience. Let's get it. Peace.